Now before the readings, a prayer for illumination. God, we know that the printed words are just something to start our thoughts. We know that through the enlightening of your spirit, they will speak to us the word that we need to hear. And so may we be ready and listening. Amen. Now the readings from the Psalm and from the Gospel. The first, excuse me. The first reading is from Psalm 91, verses one to six and verses 14 to 16. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day or the pestilence that stalks in darkness or the destruction that wastes at noonday. Those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. And the promise of the Holy Spirit, John 14, verses 15 to 21. This is from the Good News Translation. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper who will stay with you forever. He is the Spirit who reveals the truth about God. The world cannot receive him because it cannot see him or know him, but you know him because he remains with you and is in you. When I go, you will not be left all alone. I will come back to you. In a little while, the world will see me no more, but you will see me. And because I live, you also will live. When that day comes, you will know that I am in my Father and that you are in me, just as I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. My Father will love those who love me. I too will love them and reveal myself to them. Now a moment of prayer. God, give us a clear vision of the truth, faith in your power and confident assurance of your love. Amen. It was the words of Psalm 91 that inspired 
Michael Jonkus 40 years ago to write the words and music for the piece sung so beautifully by Jeannie Kay a few moments ago. And I will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm of his hand. I would suggest to you that it's almost an irrefutable law of the universe that before one can write inspired words of the psalm or the uplifting words of the song, one must have experienced the downside. You, it seems you have to experience that time when things do not go well before you can enjoy the, the heights of the mountaintop. Because if we were always on the mountaintop, that in itself would become ordinary and we would feel that something was lacking. But when you've been down, then you can appreciate when things change. And surely they do. It seems to be, as I say, written into the universe that as sure as you are down, there will be that time when you will be lifted up. And that brings us to the question, what do you do when things begin to fall apart, when things just don't go well? There can be family problems. The kids, they seem to take us through periods when our patience is tried to the fullest extent. Perhaps you've heard it said that our grandchildren are our reward for not killing the children. <laughs> Certainly there are times when although usually one does not resort to such an extreme solution, there might be times when, when you feel like it. I guess if I took a poll and we had a discussion, almost every one of you could recount those trying times. I think of a daughter who in the mid-teens caused us considerable uh, uh, perplexity. One afternoon, to just give you an example, a call from a boyfriend who we didn't really approve of, saying, your daughter has taken off. Well, my wife, having been uh, encouraged by a book on tough love, took the stand, well, where would we go to find her? You go and find her. Well, I just want to tell you that there was a period on that day 
from about four o'clock till seven, when I thought to myself, we may never see her again. If she's out hitchhiking in one direction or the other, will she end up in Montreal or Boston or where? What will happen? The three or four ensuing hours were not a happy time, I assure you, until in the early evening, perhaps around seven, we were driving into uh, Fredericton from Oromocto for a rehearsal, and there, walking along the road near the airport, was our daughter. So I stopped, had a word with her, and uh, she joined us in the car, and uh, there were, there were other crises as time went on, but that's one that I remember so well. Now, all these years later, this one is what we would describe as the mother hen. If there's anything, I had to go in for surgery uh, a few years ago. There she was on the phone from Edmonton. Do you want me to come home? Can I help you? Always checking to see if things are all right. She now, with the children of her own in their 20s, 30s, I should say, she, the one who caused us such consternation, is the one now who is always there to help. So I say that as a word of encouragement. If there are problems with the kids, because uh, that is one of the times in family life when there are those times when things seem to fall apart. And I would simply say there is hope. But the question comes back, what do you do when things begin to fall apart? Then there are the job problems, finances. We're very fortunate if we haven't faced that at some period. Times of easy credit and so much out there that we're tempted to buy. There are the job problems, the financial problems. And then of course the health problems, the doctor, says those words that you don't want to hear. So all of these come together, uh, and thank God they don't all come at once. But these are all times when, as I say, things seem to be threatening to fall apart. And so the question is, what do you do when things seem to be falling apart. You may panic. Certainly the impulse is to panic, to fold up in a state of paralysis, to withdraw in fear and trembling, or to shake your fist in rage. Why does this happen to me? Or you follow 
the example of the psalmist who said, when I was in trouble, I called to the Lord and he heard me. And you say to yourself, and these are the words of the, the great Boston preacher of yesteryear, Theodore Parker Ferris, you say, there is nothing that can happen to me that has not happened to millions of others. I may be unique in many ways, but my trouble is not unique. And you realize that you are a part of the great company of people who have gone through similar valleys of trouble. You get rid of the idea that you have been selected as a special target for life's misfortunes. And you say with the great Apostle Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can endure all things. I can go through all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then we come to what Isaiah said about waiting on the Lord. You heard it last week, and you'll, you'll keep on hearing it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When things do not go well, when there seems to be no earthly solution, nothing to do but wait upon the Lord in faith and hope that no matter how things turn out, that you will not be alone. The old Baptist formula was three points and a poem. Well, here's the poem. Life is easy when you're on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. But things change when you're down in the valley. Don't lose faith, for you're never alone. For the God of the mountain is the God of the valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And the God of the good times is still the God in the bad times, the God of the day is still God in the night. We talk of faith way up on the mountain. Talk comes easy when life's at its best. Down in the valley of trials and temptations, that's when your faith is really put to the test. For the God of the mountain is still God in the valley. 
When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And the God of the good times is still God of the bad times. The God of the day is still God in the night. The God of the day is still God in the night. Let us pray. Oh God, when we move through the valley of suffering, of sorrow, of disappointment, help us to trust in your love, believing that all things will work together for good for those who try to do your will, for those who love you. We ask this in the name of him who, when things did not go well, said, Your will, not mine, be done. Amen.